When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, Rat Sound Review Network has plenty of shows to choose from. Like Rat Sound Review, where they discuss the latest rock and metal news, as well as interviews and albums. Album vs. Album, the King Diamond Podcast, with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy. Smack him a gob! Ralph Vieira is also on our network with the Vieira Bowl. There's also Old Man Metal's Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. Music is Life with Lou Mavs. The Right Opinion for Those Who Love Politics, a South Park podcast called Suck My Balls, The Infinite Fringe, a watch-along wrestling show called Beyond Bushido, Extradivarius guitarist, The Timo Tolki podcast, and The Great Harry Barnett with I Don't Even Like Podcast and The Laugh Cast. So check out RatSoundReview.com or search RatSoundReview on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. It's time for Rat Salad Review with your hosts, Wayne Noon, Greg Norgal, and Nate Lander. Welcome to the Rats Out Review. There is no news, so let's cut to our top 666, part two of our least favorite albums by our favorite bands. See you next week. Thanks, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Okay, Falling in Reverse's guitarist is dead. That just what? happened. That's fucking weird. What the hell's Falling in Reverse? They're a big Warp Tour band. Really? Is it, 35. Is, is it from the coronavirus? reading what the fuck happened i don't know i don't know what happened because there's there's really no news out there which kind of sucks but you know what are you going to do we're in the pandemic yeah not many bands are doing much (coughs) but some bands what blue oyster cult did something really fucking cool yeah blue oyster cult i posted that on our facebook page they uh all got together and did a i guess a skype version of uh godzilla cool that was pretty cool a lot of bands are doing that um uh, a guest that's been on our show for the last few episodes um lisa mann she's been on facebook quite often doing some songs every tuesday every oh yeah it is every tuesday right yeah every tuesday Oh, I got one. Mushroom had announced an eighth album. Cool. Thank God. There we go. I don't know what I would have done without an eighth I don't know Mushroom either, Head album. <laughs> and the wheat side in the wind. I've always wanted to see them. Uh, Voivod's writing material for a new yes, album. Yes, they are. That makes that. sense. Oh, Check Your Head by the Beastie Boys came out 28 years ago. That's a fucking great album. Okay. I have a shirt of that. That's a fucking great album. I think that's my first band shirt. You want a medal? It is a great record. 
the fucking great record. Sorry. Why, you don't like the Beastie Boys? No. What the fuck? You're from New York. Fuck you. This is a metal show. I do not like the Beastie Boys. Beastie Boys recorded with Slayer. That's pretty fucking metal. No, they're retarded. I hated Beastie Boys. Never liked them. Never did. Never will. Fair enough. A lot of people don't. That's an argument I'm tired of having. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That's your problem. And it's some other good news. Machine Head are not going to be touring until summer 2022. That you know what? That's that sucks. Even you know, Fuck I Rob guess you don't. I, I like Machine Head, even though the whole band is like screwed up right now. But it sucks to hear that now they can't do anything till 2022, and that's going to be the case for a lot of bands. Yeah, that's a real motherfucker there. Yeah, because I I saw a lot of things saying like 2021, but. How, who knows if that's even going to be true? Because what is it? We were just doing an interview with um, Bill Lindsay from Impaler. We were talking about this a little bit. Is everybody going to go to a concert with masks on? You know, it's going to be silly. At least people will be there, but I don't know. And then would they make less people go? Like, say, if a, a place is like a capacity of like eight hundred, are they going to make it four hundred people only in the building? God, I hope they do that with the caboose. That place is a fucking fire hazard. I don't know. Very sad state of affairs we're in right now. That place should not hold a thousand people. Ever. No, it shouldn't. Ever. That's like waiting for like Great White to happen all over again. <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully these clubs learned their lesson from that one, though, which I think they have. Yeah, don't ever book Great White. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, but, uh, you know, at least uh, he did change his name to Johnny Orson <laughs> <laughs> to make everybody aware. So That's my favorite late night show. <laughs> <laughs> they just get guests and set them on fire. Johnny Arson. <laughs> Not cool. Not cool at all. Sounds like some kind of Rick and Morty sketch. Yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, Tony Iommi, he uh, auction his auction that he did uh, raised uh, twenty four thousand dollars for Britain's NHS National Health Service. Oh, cool! So that's pretty cool. At least he's he's doing something to help out, <coughs> which is he, very cool. He's uh, he's done quite a few charity auctions over the years. Tony is a cool guy like that. Yeah. Well, there's not really else to... Oh, and um, Ticketmaster, they're finally, I guess, because that was a big thing that people were scared of them not getting their money money uh, refunded for these contracts being canceled. Like... Sorry. Yeah, to, yeah. Be, to be quite honest, if uh, it didn't become a big talking point, I have a pretty good fucking suspicion that uh, they would have just quietly kept everybody's money. Oh, of course. <laughs> Of course they would have. That's, well, that's... they have to give it back if they're going to cancel the event. Legally, they have to. You would think so. But if they're going to postpone the event, eventually they have to fucking plan it at some point. Right. But they, that's, they... that's what I didn't get. Like, why are all these people trying to get refunds before the fucking show happens? Like, like if it's postponed. Because, because no shows are going to happen this year. It's It's pretty much almost final now. Right, but I'm still going to hold on to my tickets. Yeah, you're still going to get to keep your tickets. It's not like you're going to return it, but you're still going to get your money back. 
I guess they would. Anybody's going to. Oh yeah, Vodka got canceled. By the way. Of course it did. I know. I know. Of course it did. But still, that's kind of bummer. The world is canceled, Nate. Yeah, that's. I don't find that surprising at all, though. I mean, Germany's got mail restrictions now. They do have mail restrictions now. Good at what they do. Yeah. Like what? Um. Only certain size pack. Well, I only know between the U.S. and Germany. I don't know if it's like this for every country they deal with, but uh, only packages a certain weight can be set out. Only certain things can go back and forth between the United States and there. So, really, interesting. I loved. I loved the fucking Norwegian government urging their um, students to come home because they might be in a country with subpar healthcare, and they list the United States as an example. Well, yeah, I mean, it's I know. A fact. I, just, <laughs> I just like the other people are finally calling us out on it. Oh, Rob Dukes got coronavirus, and he recovered. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, all he is nowadays is car repairman, Rob Dukes, but still. Oh, here's something that's kind of interesting. Uh, this year's download festival will become virtual festival. Oh, yeah. To virtually watch Limp Bizkit suck. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Right. No, they're this, still this... together. Yes, they are. Um, this year's. I don't want to live in this world anymore. <laughs> and he still wears that fucking red hat. Um, oh, the I 20... get the shotgun. The 2020 edition. Fucking Fred Durst. The uh, 2020 edition of the download was set to take place on June 12th and 14th at Castle Donington, with headlining performances by Iron Maiden, Kiss, and System of a Down. So it might not have been a bad show after all. Ratter and Daiko commercial. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You haven't seen Rat's Geico commercial, have you? No. I, have not. I don't they really have watch Rat Problem and Rats in the Garage. Playing round and round, and then they're in the basement playing round and round. It's fucking great. I'll have to look for that one. Yeah, I, yeah. So there's really not much news. Um, basically, if you like bands, you, you know, go check out Facebook, and a lot of your bands are on there right now and playing shows once in a while. Actually, um, what, what was the singer's name? Chandler um, from Michael Denner's Inferno. He's been on Facebook quite often. Uh, that dude from Puddle of Mudda. Because there's two, there's two fucking D's in it. <laughs> Fuck those guys. Yeah, cover Nirvana if you're interested in that. I don't, I don't know why anyone want to watch Nirvana covers, but I don't know. But I, I heard they got a lot of backlash because of that. I, it, you know, I watched part of it just to see what everybody was bitching about. I mean, it isn't already they, tough. Everybody needs to be honest with themselves. Kurt Cobain sounded like shit live. He does not sound good singing on that unplugged record. No. That guy, that guy from Puddle of Mud, might try a little too hard at certain points, but it doesn't sound bad, and it certainly sounds pretty fucking close to the original. Right. So people need to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Also, <laughs> forty years ago, Judas Priest released British Seal, which actually happened the day last podcast got filmed and we didn't <laughs> fucking notice we didn't oh i thought we did that one yeah because we were talking about the cover and the blood being on the uh thing yeah but that was yeah. in the top six six that wasn't for news 
No. Like its birthday came by. That's what I mean. No. Interesting. Another news: Happy belated birthday to Hitler. I guess I don't know. <laughs> okay, we'll edit that. Isn't out. it funny that National Holocaust Remembrance Day is the day after Hitler's birthday? Yeah, this is kind of strange. I think that kind of makes sense. Why does that make sense? Why don't they put it on the opposite day of the year, like 162 days after? Because you associate Hitler with the Holocaust, and maybe if somebody was looking up Hitler, they'd find out about Holocaust Remembrance Day sooner because it's the day after his birthday, as opposed to some arbitrary date in September. I don't know. I don't know. Statistics, bro. 9-11's <laughs> gone on too long. We can 9-11! 9-11. 9-11. <laughs> <Nine. laughs> All right. Well, I guess there's really not much news. No. So, yeah, we can just cut to our top 666 of uh, our least favorite albums by our favorite bands. This is part two. Dose. Part dose. So uh, please watch this That's episode. It is Rats Out Review Public Service Announcement. Adding an O to the end of a word does not make it Spanish. Yes, it does. No. Shut up. <laughs> oh, yeah? Stereo O? Yup. <laughs> L in front of that. Yeah, you gotta do L stereo. I, I can see him now. Lampo. L stereo O. El Bolo. El Soda. El Soda. O. El Soto. Okay. All right. Very good. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, we will oh, see you next go. time. Yes. We will see you next time on uh, Album versus Album. That's see you then. Great. Bye. Oh, bye. before we leave, ratsoutreview.com and go buy a t shirt. Please. They're very Please. cheap. Follow my band Major Malfunction at Major M Band on Twitter. Follow me at Dumb uh, Dumb Punchman at Twitter for hot political takes. What does that name mean? What? What does Dumb Punchman mean? It's One Punch Man, but I'm stupid. It's an anime reference. Oh, I don't watch anime. I'm a grown man. See ya. I like violent cartoons. What's your problem? Bye. Bye. <laughs> Nate, number what, four. Number three. Oh, number three. The Ramones, end of the century. There's three good songs on this album. Do you remember Rock and Roll Radio? Yeah, Chinese Rock. And rock and roll high school. Everything else, skip it. It's just pop. It's and it's not very good pop either. Yeah, it's pretty like, much. I love it's like the listening Ramones, to it's like listening to the Ramones trying to cover the monkeys. <laughs> like what the fuck? Why? I get that the Ramones are kind of a pop band in essence, but not like this, please. Right. God, it's it's just schlock. It's it's crap. It's fluff.
It's Phil Spector. It's murdering your wife. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta gotta go back. Very true. Yeah, it's the murdering your wife equivalent of a Ramones album. Mm -hmm. It's three three good songs and then a bunch of stuff that's not unlistenable but isn't good really. It's. It would be fine if it was unlistenable and bad and I could enjoy it for how awful it was because I can do that. But it's so it's just boring. <laughs> it's like listening to the Archies. It's no joke. It's like every song is like sugar sugar or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It's just it's I, awful. You're actually making me want to go listen to it again. It's, yeah, a, it's Hanna a long Barbera. time. It's since a Hanna Barbera Ramones album. Yeah. The, the album cover is terrible looking too. I hate the album Yeah, cover. who the they fuck? Look... The Ramones are way too ugly to do an album cover right. like that. It doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Casey and the Sunshine Band. Spe- or something. Especially <laughs> jo- Johnny Ramone looks especially wrong like that. Yeah, it's just terrible. Terrible, terrible. Like, And he looks like he's hating it too on the cover, which I like. Yeah, that. Yeah. Do you know what the band thought of this album? Like, did you ever look that up? I think Joey liked it, and that's yeah. it. <laughs> really? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that it's... sounds about right. Joey yeah. wrote I Want to Be Your Boyfriend, and that's a fucking awful song, too. It is an awful song. Stupid. <laughs> it's terrible. But you know what, though? I, I feel that way about a lot of the Ramones albums. Because like, no. you, know, you listen to them, and there's like maybe four or five good songs, but then some of them... No. Ramones yeah. are usually Not pretty solid. They are. If I, I even them. if they're not great, they're still like they're only two minutes long usually. Right. Yeah. Whereas the songs on this album are some of the longest Ramones songs. They go three and a half, four minutes. <laughs> and it's just like clean like guitar, clean guitar. It's turned down from ten to seven. Sunshine and rainbows. It's fucking what? It's not the. This Ramones. isn't. I want to sniff some glue. No. No. This isn't beat on the brat. It's not even Carbona. No, it is not. No. Greg but it will make you wish for shock treatment. It will. Yeah. That was uh, like a number three. Line. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, it number like three. If, if Glenn Fricker grew a beard. Hmm. I have to look at a picture of him. I'm okay. not picturing it very well right now. But it's okay, we'll come, we'll come back to that. But uh, ACDC, Razor's Edge. Thunderstruck is great. Thunderstruck is one of ACDC's best songs, but the rest of this album is awful. I wish I would have paid attention to your list a little more. Thunderstruck, you don't like? Money Talks? No, Thunderstruck is... No, No, Money Talks Money Talks is okay. Money Talks is okay. No, it's not okay. It's terrible. I liked it in Life at Donington. It's ACDC trying to sound like ACDC, and they do it badly. Thunderstruck is great, though, like, objectively. Thunderstruck is fucking awesome. Thunderstruck is passable. It's not my favorite. I love that opening. I love the opening, because I don't hear Angus shred enough. You know, I don't hear Angus play enough notes, and he's a lead player. 
like kind of reminds me of stuff from Power Edge where he'd be like playing long Jimmy Page-esque melodies. Reminds you of that, but it's a ghost of what that was. And it's it's not more metal. Great, it's more metal, less blues is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the songs I it's like? an okay I, song. But I love Razor's Edge. That's a good song. Nah. That's a dark, like a pretty dark song for them, too. What were you going to yeah. say? There is what? There is. I don't have the track listing in front of me. There is one I like off of this. I just can't remember what it is. Are you ready? That's another good one. Got you by the balls. That's another good one. Uh, Shot of love. I don't remember that one too well. Uh, let's make it. That one's okay. Goodbye and good riddance. I believe. Yeah, it's a bad luck. If you dare. Mistress for Christmas, that song's stupid, ain't it? No, that's the worst song ACDC ever recorded. Um, Rock your heart out and fire your I don't know, Fly on the Wall had some duds on it, too. Yeah. Oh, Fly on the Wall has got some bad songs on it, but it's so not does that, as whatever, what the horrible fuck is that? as Razor's Edge. How, how can you say that? Yeah, how can you say that? That's, that's not as bad as this. Because this sounds like ACDC trying I, to recapture past glories, but, and it's not creative. So it sounds terrible. Which sucks, because ACDC live... At, at, le- at least on Fly on the Wall, they were trying to do something different. And granted, they fucked it up, but they still managed to make a couple killer songs on that and Sink the Pink and um, Shake Your Foundations. Yeah. But this album, I, I think I'm thinking of the title track. That one's okay. Thunderstruck's iconic, and it's not a bad song. I don't care for it. It's definitely not one of their best, but it's not something that would make you turn it off. Sort of the like rest one. of this album is just contrived. I don't like one at all, but Metallica oh, really? is a different story. Yeah. Well, Meta- one's Metallica's okay for like really background. A different story. Yeah. No, because I love <laughs> ACDC. I would never in a million years say I love Metallica because <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I love yeah. Metallica and ACDC. Razor's Edge, I don't know. That, I think that made them more popular again, you know? After those shitty albums that they released, and then Razor's Edge came out, and they, they got But they did, all they I know. did was reheat and repeat I know, that's what they needed. Their... That's what they needed to do. What and look, look how big is... they got again. And hey, like, it got them more money, it's... but artistically, it's a very shitty record, and it always what? will be. What really sucks is Live at Donington is a great live album, too, and that came out right after this. Right after it. And how kind of passionless Razor's Edge is versus how actually really good Live at Donington is. It's the best version of Heatseeker I've ever heard. Heatseeker played up-tempo like that is awesome. Yeah. No, um, they sound way better on that live record than they do on this. Right. There is no force to this album at all. Live at Donington is probably the ACDC album I've listened to the most. It's a very popular live album. Uh, Power Age is the one I've listened to the most. Power Age is my overall favorite ACDC album. It's Power Age, not Power Age. I say it how I say it. <laughs> it's an ACDC sports drink now. Great. Yeah, it is. Uh, my number's got electrolytes. <laughs> My number three is Kaleidoscope by Living Color. How many times must we tell them? 
were talking about like distortion and, and oh, brick walled albums. Black metal band. Yes, that's right. A lot of people's <laughs> favorite black metal band. This is the epitome of the brick walled album. This is terrible. I don't know if it was done purposely this way or it was an accident or what, and I wish they would go back and re remix it. I was so excited to see this. I was I was on vacation in Florida. I went to a music store just by chance. I saw, oh shit, they got a new album out. Because they didn't have an album out for a long time. And I, I put this in the CD player, and it's just like, you can't even understand like the guitars or anything. It's just a total mess. Everything on know. this album. I'm not a huge fan. It's garbage. This is garbage. First three I'm not albums a huge fan of this are, band. The first three albums are awesome. Oh, After right. that, it's just hit and miss. But this album, avoid this like the plague. Avoid mm-hmm. avoid this like the coronavirus. To, to be with the times. The CD Shit, is guaranteed to kill boomers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. But yeah, it's a shame. It's a comeback you album. better too. watch it's out. Terrible. Yeah, I'm going to watch out. I've never heard that one. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really bad. It was the, Like I said, it was a comeback one. Usually comeback albums sometimes will be okay. You know, not always, but Oh they'll, they'll, not quite. Not always, yeah. but they'll at least be listenable. Hey, like you can in your case, the Greg, guitars they put out and the a drums. comeback album before that. That was all right. Didn't they? All right. Like in two thousand one. Who? Nuclear right. Assault. No. They did a live album before Third That's World what it was. Genocide. Yeah. All right. Well, Nate, you're number two. Black Flag's the process of weeding out. Oh, what a shit fest this album is. <laughs> why, would I want, why would I want Black Flag to do awful instrumental Minutemen ripoff songs? <laughs> minutes who the fuck wants that nobody wants that dude this record yes, should just not exist I already, it... I already hate long black flag songs like damaged one like oh my god can it just end I don't think I ever listened to that album I put it but on like, I was like where's the vocals and, and it's awful I, it's like I gave up <laughs> it just made no sense yeah because my favorite part of black flag is not hearing Henry Rollins go right. ape shit Right. What was what was the reason for that? For him not being on the album? Because Greg Ginn's a piece of shit. Mm. Which is the pro- all the problems <laughs> with Black Flag can be drawn down to that. Mm. That's a shame. Stupid Every stupid single decision. plot problem in Black Flag can be drawn down to Greg Ginn sucks. Unbelievable. And what happened after this album? They broke they, up. They broke up. Right. They I'm they not too familiar up. with Black Flag. I, I have this stuff, but I'm and not then, like. Greg Ginn's new Black Flag album was actually an okay hardcore album, and it's certainly better than this. As bad as the live modern Black Flag is compared to the true Keith Morris flag. But fucking hell, avoid this album like the plague. This is just the process of, I'm going to have the process of weeding every copy of this album out of the record stores and just burning them. (laughs) Yeah. That was Good a then. great long strung out pun. I'm proud yeah, of myself. Good job. You got anything no. to say about this, Greg? What? You wouldn't want to hear Minutemen play no, a good pretty... version of this for nine minutes. 
<laughs> nah, it's pretty terrible. I remember him trying to say he was uh, trying to make a jazzy or some ridiculous shit like that. It's just long and boring. There's it's, the last thing I would expect a Black Flag album to be is boring. Mm. Yeah, it's just they're, they're way too long. I don't know what the hell he was going for here, but <laughs> my it's war just does this sort of thing. Misfire. All right. My yeah. war does that Fugazi kind of shit. Okay. It it really does. But um and, and then like slip it in is like Chromag's the age of coral, as far like sonically. I yeah. like to compare those two. Like it's not metal, but it's like almost there like almost right. crossover I don't know. that's beyond me I don't know. but man this album's a pile of dog shit i think it's <laughs> one of the worst punk albums ever made to be honest i'm sure it is yeah craig your pick for number two number two yeah nuclear assault third world genocide oh excited they had reformed and they had done this record and then I got it and I listened to it and it was like getting punched in the fucking balls because <laughs> it is just lame yeah I keep forgetting this album exists every time I think Danny Lilkar can do no wrong yeah I mean I'll give it to him Price of Freedom comes off pretty good but uh, they, do, they don't even sound good when they're playing it they don't sound into it and yeah, how could the band that gave us like the second best crossover album ever, which is Handle with Care, like give us this shit? Yeah, Survive is my personal favorite. I album, love Survive. But, Survive yeah. is great. Survive is great. Game Over is great. Handle with Care is where it's at for me. Search and Seizure is what brings it above everything. I fucking love that song. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they just don't sound like they were firing on all cylinders here. There's, I mean, there's cool parts to songs. Right. Songs are okay, but overall, it's just a terrible record. Yeah. It's, uh, For if you want to hear Nuclear only, Assault make a Lamb of God album, I guess you can make, give it a listen, but it's just all boring-ass groove metal or groove metal. Essentially, if the John Connolly theory put out a second album and Danny Lilker happened to play bass on it, it'd probably sound like this. Because I have a feeling that's where most of these songs came from. Yeah. Possible. Well, because yeah. Danny Lilker wasn't in the band before this, right? He like left for a while. Right? Yeah, well, the band... Yeah, because yeah, um, he, he left after... Albums. Yeah, he left after Out of Order. Well, he was still in Nuclear Assault. Well, he had just formed Nuclear Assault when he was in SOD in the 80s. But Yeah, um, but I'm talking like um, Bigger Than the Devil. Season yeah, Bigger the Than the Devil. And when he and went then, out um, and did um, March of the but, uh, Yeah. Um, but uh, when, when he did Nuclear Assault, I think he just really had like Brutal Truth and maybe Ravenous going on right then. Um, 
But yeah, when he left in the 90s to do Brutal Truth full time, they did another album called Something Wicked, which yeah. eh. that's an alright album. It's it has its moments, it's to but form, it's pretty much so forgettable. Yeah. At least it's, it's still to form. You know, it sounds like a nuclear assault album. That's true. Yeah. This does not there's like parts of it that definitely sound like nuclear assault, but most yeah, but of that's because parts of what they're doing is rooted in what nuclear assault did in the nineties. Yeah, but um, yeah, de- definitely avoid this and and the joke track they reuse from Connelly's solo album, "Long Haired Asshole." It's funny the first time, but uh, it's not good parody. <laughs> no, it's it's not like what's that noise? What's that noise for me is funny every single time. Yeah. What's that noise is awesome. Yeah. Uh mine number two Paradise Lost host. crazy about host nah yeah host is i don't even know what the fuck this is this is a electronic dance music on this album when they used to be a, a death band mm. and then they used to be a goth band and and then they put a fucking put out an electronic album <laughs> sounds like yeah. what dark throne's doing they, they tried they tried God. to be like uh the the uh depeche mode and it just it doesn't work like why would you do yeah. that that late in your career it just made no sense. I mean, that's how I feel about Opeth nowadays, too. Yeah. You were a great death metal band. What were you doing? What are you doing? Why do you? Why are you trying to sound like Rush? Right. Heritage was really fucking good, though. I really liked that record. It's not the one what they I did want in 2012. Opeth, I don't really give a shit. It's still a good album. I mean, uh, yeah, I like their death metal so. stuff the best, but Heritage is an awesome record. I guess record. so. But, man, Nikhil Ackerfeld's best work is Bloodbath. Well, that sounds, yeah, I, I haven't heard a few songs. That's pretty cool. Bloodbath is fucking awesome. Yeah. They're like the Swedish equivalent to Deicide. But, yeah, when, when they, right, actually, when they first released this album, it was only available as an import. So I Oof. tried French. Yeah, I frantically tried to get this album, and when I finally fucking got it, I didn't realize it was an electronic album. And I'm like, I spent probably like maybe twenty dollars, oh, maybe twenty five, and then oh. when I got it, I'm like, oh my god, this is terrible. Oh, that like physically hurts to hear. Yeah. I don't honestly. I think there's another album I'd never completely listened to because I skipped through every song and I said, holy shit, this is I can't listen to this. <laughs> and for some reason, God renounce to me. They re-released this album recently. They reissued it. Who's going to buy it again? And why? I don't know. Probably the same happy assholes at like 5150, but you know. That's, listen, yeah. that's a classic. Please. No, it is not. It is a classic. But, it's yeah, a classic please. in the way the shags are a classic. Hey, Nate. <laughs> Nate, how many Couric's do you think it weighs? How many what? Katie Couric's. <laughs> you know, the universal measurement of excrement. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was Bono. 
exactly. It, I mean, it, I like you too, but man, yeah, Bono, Bono's a piece of shit. If you if you start out with uh, Paradise Lost, please start out with the uh, Draconian Times, and then work your way. Uh, start off with their first self-titled album, <laughs> and just work your way up. Don't That's how that. to get into Paradise Lost. <laughs> I I started with Draconian Times. So. You have to My get number the one factor of their career. I mean, they changed their sound up so many times, but that was that was just like, what the fuck? Nate, number one. Yeah, I care for number one is Iron Maiden's The X Factor. Wrong. This Fuck album you. is indicative <laughs> of everything that is no. wrong with Iron Maiden. <laughs> no, it is not. Oh my god, the five-minute intros that are fucking all acoustic with the lame-ass Blaze Bailey. Blaze Bailey is the Pete Buttigieg of metal singers. <laughs> I, I understand. How he is... Oh, singing, and I'm singing... Ooh, ooh. And then 12 chorus repeats, acoustic outro, and it's done. That's not Blaze's fault. All right. Can't no, that's Blaze. Steve Harris's fault, but it's Blaze's no, fault. No, but he Blaze sucks. Bailey and Sammy Hagar could front a tour called Masters of Mediocrity. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Blaze, ba- why would you choose like the world's most mediocre singer to front Iron Maiden? He's not good at his stuff think... in Wolf's Bane was passable, but like. Fuck man, he's just bad. And it's even not the Clansman, the Clansman, which is like the one objectively good song from Virtual Eleven, is a thousand times better when Bruce does it. Yeah, I uh, agree with that. Yeah, um, but Blaze is my main problem with this record. A couple other things. I mean, as well, I but, think uh, it, sonically, it's also very indicative of his, what is wrong with Iron Maiden. Which is the boring shit that doesn't, and the fact that the songs just don't end. Yeah, so it goes across. on a little too long. Yeah. Overall, so, this album is a little too dreary and dirgy. There's not yes. much of a. There's not the uh, highs and lows you usually get worst from Eddie. an Aiden album. And worst uh, Eddie, uh, by far. I no, like Eddie. Worst I album cover. With that. This is their no worst way. album cover. No way. I love that album. Definitely their worst album cover. That's an awesome album cover. I love how they did that. Yeah, so do I. I think it looks cool. It looks like Robot Chicken. What the fuck are you talking about? It doesn't look like Robot Chicken. It It looks looks exactly like Robot Chicken. No, it does not. I like it. It looks cool. um, I'm bringing it up in a close-up. Yeah, bring it up in a close-up. It's an awesome album cover. Yeah, it looks like something from fucking Wallace and Gromit. It looks... It looks. <laughs> so what if it's claymation? I mean, it yeah. looks cool. It's fucking weird. It looks. It looks realistic. You know, it's it not doesn't a drawn look picture. like Eddie. It's... Yes, it does. No, it's it does exactly not. Picture. I don't know. I it love does that. Does not album. look like Eddie. Eddie is the fucking trooper. I have I love him that. over there. I love I, that album cover. Eddie is fucking aces high. Aces high is fucking Eddie. Killers is fucking Eddie. The X Factor is Plato. No, you're wrong. You're wrong on that. You're wrong on the album. The album is awesome. I love Sign of the Cross. I love this whole album, really. It not lasts one bad way song too long. It is, yeah, it's it's a long like a song. Sign of the Cross is a great song. Though. It's like a six and a half out of ten. 
It is it is a long album, and and you're right. It, they do the choruses way too much, but they've started doing that way before this album anyway. Yeah, they so, started not, that on Seventh Son of the Seventh right. Son, and I don't like that album very much either. Right. Ooh, out of classic Which, Maiden. Yeah, he's it's probably my this, second least favorite. I don't know what he's smoking. It like my least favorite of classic Maiden is No Prayer for the Dying, and then Seventh Son. You're really fucking high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no prayer for the dying almost made this list, actually. Bring your daughter, bring your daughter to the slaughter. What Dude, the fuck? It's for, for, forget about even getting that far down the album. Just listen know, to the right? opener, Tail Gunner. That tells you everything you need to know about no prayer for the dying. That's and one disappointing gallop. I like Tail Gunner. But anyway, back to X Factor. I love how it's a dark album. I love, and it's like a miserable album. I love that. Yeah, I love how it's definitely a miserable they got experience. Out there, and they still put out a great right. heavy metal record. It, well, not good. We'll say good, true heavy metal record right. in a time period when that wasn't being done. Mm. And like I said, good, not great, has its merits. The songs are definitely much better live with Dickinson, which I think hurts these recordings a little bit now that you can kind of look back retrospectively. Right. Virtual Eleven these is first, better than this. Yeah, Virtual Eleven is much better than this. Um, only well, because Bailey it has a little bit more... This, but, yeah. you know. Well, no, but Virtual Eleven has a little bit more variety. But um, th- right. that's really my biggest problem with this record is it just follows that one tone, which wouldn't be a problem if Blaze just wasn't so damn mediocre. Oh, my God, yes. He's if, just... if he could do a little bit more with his voice, the the backing would seem a little bit more interesting. But because he's just as monotone as what the rhythm section is doing, it's just like, ugh. Right. It's like... If you listen to uh, it as individual songs here and there, it plays much better than it does as a record. But um, get the yeah, live I can get behind Bruce. That. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially Side of the Cross. Bruce makes Side yeah. of the Cross a better, but, way better yeah. song. Like and the Klansman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the Klansman especially, but that's not yeah. on this album. No, I know, but... All right. <laughs> Bruce does a good job on Lord of the Flies as well. Yeah, he does do a good job, but... Did, he still he goes lower, Man though. on the Edge? Um, he might have. They've done a, a, quite a yeah, few songs. I feel like I, seen, so I saw him do that once, but anyway... Um, well, I saw them live with Bay Blaze. That was the first time I ever saw Maiden. Oh, it was cool thing. getting to see him in a small venue, but um, and he does have a little bit more power. He's a little bit more interesting live, but it was kind of pretty bland for a Maiden concert. I mean, the rest of the band got into it, and they still made it really exciting. I mean, it was still Iron Maiden, but eh. their energy was definitely off during that time. I respect what they did. There's still some good things to be found, but definitely not their best moment. Not their worst, but not their best. Not the worst. What would you consider their worst moment? Me or Greg? Both of you. I don't know. Probably no prayer. Although I don't like the newest album. I don't like Book of uh, of Death. It's not a great album, but... Hmm. I thought it was a step up from Final Frontier. 
I'd really have to think about that because a lot of the newer ones I wasn't crazy about, so I haven't They're not great to them either as much. because, you know, endless chorus repeats. Yeah. That's literally the biggest issue with most of the new albums. Right. I wish they would just kind of edit those. You know, it just ruins it. It. Makes, it does. It makes sense to edit those. I don't know why they continue to do it. Like, yeah. they have decent Love songs. Brave it's New clearly World. not like great. Right. But it's, yeah, Brave right. New World's great. Dance and Death um, is okay. Uh, Matter of Life and Death, that's where they started to lose. Yeah. Yeah, that's a definitely s- step down. It's a good album cover, though, at least. Yeah, cool one. album cover. Good moments on the album. Same Overall, with Final Frontier. Final Frontier, yes. awesome album cover. Fucking boring uh, as hell songs. I saw Matter of Life and Death, the tour, the live uh, thing. Yeah. It was, oh, did you? Oh, my God. It felt like the longest show ever. It just wouldn't end. Uh, and they finally didn't go Metallica. Uh, I thought it would be cool to see, like, you know, somebody play a whole album, but it was just like, uh, these songs are just way too slow to play. I on. know. I know. They have, like, no energy to them. Yeah. yeah that, and I think that one's slower than X Factor. Or it might oh, be on definitely. Well, yeah, but no, I don't have to you listen know to Blaze Bailey on the final frontier. It might be very on par with. They might be both kind of similar, you know, because they're both dark albums too. Oh yeah, so. I think they're, they're both, both about even. similar, but one has Bruce Dickinson and one has Blaze Bailey on it. Listen, that's... Blaze Bailey, Blaze <laughs> Bailey, after Blaze he left Bailey is a C minus vocalist. Not after he left Maiden, though. I think he finally understood. Oh like, yeah, how to really, you know what he does with his voice and he's he's done a lot better since he but left. how the hell did he why why did it have to take till after he was in possibly the most like the yeah. greatest heavy metal well, band ever? how would you if you replace bruce dickinson if, how would you feel if if you, if you replace replaced bruce dickinson, dickinson? no if you oh, replaced, yeah. oh you know, bruce. yeah but i can still high scream do it now do it and too fucking loud, dude. <laughs> anyway, if, if you listen to some of the live tracks from the Virtual Eleven tour, like when he would do Blood on the World's Hands lives, he was starting to get it and really come into his own about that. Right. And it got cut off. I'm glad it did because I love Brave New World. And, oh, Brave New World's yeah. awesome. Yeah. But, Ghost um, of the Navigator. Wow. Oh, yeah. Perfect return to form. Although I have to say, I could live without Yannick. Fun guy live, but, uh, you know. I like, yeah, Yannick, I like more live because, you know, three guitar players is fucking great for Maiden. It's, yeah, it's it's more about, (laughs) I mean, he's basically Iron Maiden's type man. And, you know, it's more about seeing what he does. um, They can play more stuff off of Somewhere in Time now because he can do the symphonic guitar parts. Yeah. Which, that's my favorite Maiden album because... I wish they'd it's... do Stranger in a Strange Land again. Oh my god, yes. I wish they would do Sea of Madness, but I understand why they don't. It just wouldn't sound right live. Yeah. I would you know, also love Fox Alexander the Great. Alexander's cool. I love um, Heaven Can Wait. You know when yeah. uh, Adrian, Adrian Smith I, joined? I love the opening to that. When Adrian, Adrian Smith joined on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when, when, when he came back to Maiden. He let uh, Yannick Gers play his parts. And now yeah, Adrian Smith. I know. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. That's kind of weird. Adrian I mean, Smith that's, that's just cool. wants to jam. 
Yeah, I mean, that's cool of him yeah. to do that because, Aiden you know, he, I mean, can now obviously play he's better been as, more, more interestingly as a result, so I'm cool with that. Yeah. yeah. I, I Dave shocked. Murray is still the best guitar player in Iron Maiden. Yeah, of course. But... Of course. Oh, yeah. Dave Murray's awesome. Anyway, I think we've the Quaker Oats man himself. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, number one. That was my number one. Was that was X Factor? Oh, what? yeah. What about yeah. you, Greg? All right, opposite side of the classic heavy metal coin, but still, and way, way more of a travesty. Judas oh, yeah. Priest's demolition. Nobody deserved, and certainly oh, nobody wanted. How could they follow up Jugulator with this? Jugulator is like the most underrated Judas Priest album. It yeah. it is, and they that they panicked. First. They panicked, and then they went back and they said, "Let's try to do something that everybody will like and incorporate all this recent crap into it." And then they made a highly schizophrenic record with a bunch of half baked ideas and not a single one of them is good and another this thing this record does is really that. show you ripper owens is uh lesser than rob halford too what do you mean by that exactly when he now, granted, he's coming to his voice more, and I've heard him better on things now. But he really shows his limitations on demolition. Yeah, but I also think that his the only music... band before Judas Priest was a Judas Priest I, cover band. I I get that, but I um, start this pretty fucking yeah. sick. I I think that the the music didn't fit his vocals. No, no that's, that's what I mean. He but the music didn't sing fit Judas like Priest either. No, but no. I, you know, that's why I think he, you know, he fit Judas Priest good. though. He did on the on Jugulator. Right. He was awesome. Right. Oh, yeah. If they'd have kept going, Jugulator is one of my favorite. Jugulator is the first one I bought as a new release, actually. And it's uh, Painkiller too. I like Jugulator better than Painkiller. Oh no, but... I can't like that more than Painkiller. <laughs> All it's drugs very easy. Is so dude. fucking good. It's funny. I love that song, but I, I still like Jugulator better than Painkiller. But um, yeah, now just trying to please everybody, <laughs> right? please nobody. Everything right. on this record sucks. I you think the only song pre- I liked on it was you want to would have pleased everybody. A good Judas Priest album. Yeah. But they even made a, a really bad Judas Priest album with uh, Halford, too, when he came back. What's Which one was that being? Uh, oh, Nostradamus. Nostradamus, yeah. Nostradamus is an okay power metal I like album. Yeah, uh, it's Redeemer bad. of Souls was bad. And everybody Redeemer was praising how good okay. Um, Hellion Rising, or what? No, that's a high rise song. What the fuck was it called off of Judas Priest? Judas, Judas Rising. Judas Rising. That was a yeah, fucking kick-ass that's song. That's on uh, Angel of Retribution. I like that one. Yeah. But yeah, the Demolition was terrible. I think actually the only song I liked off Demolition was the last song. What's the last song? I don't remember. I had to look it up. 
I know. There was only one song because I, I used to make like uh, like uh, best of playlists, you know, for certain bands or whatever. And I always had right. to, even if the album sucked, I had to find one song to put on. Nope. One, you know? No, not from this I one. I no. always skip this one. Just leave I it tr- off. Yeah. I tried Metal Machine or Machine Man one time, and that what the hell is this crap? Exactly. Oh, yeah, Forget yeah. this album exists. Yeah. Maybe it was Metal Messiah. I could be. You know what? I could be wrong. I could be just not even. You're wrong. That's possible. Yeah, you're wrong. Oh no! You know what? It is closer to you. Oh, was, the ballad. No. Yeah, it was the only one I liked. Oh no. God, damn it! Ugh. That was it. Sorry. I still don't like the album. The album sucks. It was terrible. The album is awful. It is worse than Rock and Roll. I'll give you that. But I picked Rock and Roll because <laughs> you picked this album. Which fair enough. But yeah, I mean, this is one album that deserves all the hate heaped upon it. And I do think Rockarola is should be recognized as not a great debut. It's like, no. what? Oh no! I, I it's, 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 it's very it's middle of the road, but I like it. That's yeah, what it's a good pisses me debut. off about it is how middle of the road it is. Well, they were evolving at the time. I mean, right. It was the wrong time for them to put out an album. They should have waited until they had said Wings of Destiny written. Like stuff that fits Rob Halford. Yeah. It worked. Believe me. Yeah, it works, but I don't know. Rock and Rolla doesn't have any of the twin guitar work. That was my that was another one of my big problems with that. Yes, and we went over this before. My number one. Okay. Lulu. Metallica. Yeah. (laughs) I mean it it can't get any worse. I am the Lulu. And what pisses me off is not only did my favorite band, Metallica, think this was a good idea, I also really like Lou Reed and the Velvet Underground, and the oh, fact shit. that he thought this was a good idea, too. It's like, what the fuck? No. My dad's a gigantic Lou Reed fan, and he thought this was, like, the worst pile of shit ever conceived. It's probably the second worst thing Lou Reed has done. Well, actually, maybe I'd rather listen to an hour's worth of feedback than Lulu. Yeah, I would. Because yeah. metal machine music is complete dog shit, too. Yeah, it a is. A step above Lulu. Yeah, but at least metal machine music yeah. can be dubbed as experimental. This is just a pile of garbage. See, you could it dub it no as, as experimental if it wasn't just him trying to get it out of a record contract, but he's just being right. a Jew. Yeah, yeah but... Just... um. Best Lou Reed album, Rock and Roll Animal. You don't need anything else from him. No, you really don't. I I never really listened to Lou Reed stuff, but, uh, you know, it's Metallica. Like you said, why would you think Metallica would do a bad album like that? You know, they did St. Anger. How much worse than St. Anger? Right. (laughs) And St. Anger at least had, like, it had some good passable riffs. Right. Yeah. And I understand that Metallica almost broke up while making St. Anger. Right. Then Which again, Slipknot almost broke up making Iowa, so I don't know what their excuse is. Right. 
But when yeah, when they put out Lulu, it's like all right. I was kind of interested in it because yeah, I really didn't Lulu. know Lou Reed, and, and I put it ah. on, and the music sounds like Metallica. You know, the guitars and the drums all sound pretty cool, and it had the Metallica sound back again, which was also cool. And then and then Lou Reed comes right. in, and he's talking over metal, and it's not yeah. even going with the beat of the song. I'm like, how does what is this doing? I don't, I don't <sighs> even know what this means. And then James James Hetfield says he's a table in one of the songs. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Like what yeah, was that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So stupid, so dumb. And then to see there's two discs, it's like, why? Terrible. Uh, so bad. There's two discs. <laughs> why? That's uh, that's how I sum up Hardwired. Oh god. No, I like, like Hardwired. Hardwired. No, I love Hardwired, but they need to cut like three songs from it. Right. Exactly. It didn't need to be two, two discs. No. It did not need to be two discs. I finally listened to it. Eh, no it's, thanks. It's but, decent yeah. thrash and like okay new wave of British heavy metal kind of stuff. Yeah. Murder well, one our... was an alright tribute. You know. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. But that is our top 666 of our most hated albums by our favorite bands. Oh, did you want to do honorable mentions? Yeah. Oh yeah, you want to do that? Sure, go ahead. Well, Greg had honorable mentions. Oh, I couldn't uh, really come up with <clears throat> Megadeth, Risk, and yeah. it made it made it to a dishonorable mention because there's still some things I like about it. He went way off to the left and made some really bad decisions, but there's right. some stuff on here that's okay, and you you could tell his heart was still honestly in it. Yeah, All right. And then my second one is from a band where I never thought they would put out an album I disliked. Sure, they did some stuff that wasn't as interesting, but it was always speed metal and it was always badass. And that would Celt- be... You're going to say Celtic Frost, aren't you? No, I'm going to say Exciter. Oh, Exciter. Thrash right. Speed Burn. That's what right. was supposedly a Back to Basics album just sounds flat. It's yeah, bad. Yeah, great album. Yeah, there's like well, it nothing. Doesn't have, uh, it doesn't have the original vocalist, does it? No, but neither did the self-titled album from '88. Oh, and they right. still yeah. pulled that out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like the hair metal album from Celtic Frost, because that's a fucking ca- awful I, album too. I'm kind of indifferent to Cold Lake just because it's hated on so much where I didn't feel the need to put it on this list. Because, I mean, when I first heard it, I was definitely like, what the fuck? But um, there's things I hate on here a little bit more passionately than Cold Lake. Because I can kind of forget Cold Lake exists because of how how much I love what comes before and directly after it. (laughs) (laughs) Nate, do you have any honorable mentions? Oh, Octagon by Bathory. Holy shit. If you want to listen to Bathory wow. make a lame fucking thrash album. And that's coming from me. Like, I have, I give thrash bands a pass because they're thrash bands most of the time. This is a lame album from Bathory. The band that bought you, brought you Bloodfire Death, possibly the best extreme slash black metal album ever. Bloodfire Death is an absolute perfect masterpiece, but this album, Octagon, is just... It's boring. 
It's uninspired. My favorite is Under the Sign of the Black Mark. But That's I a great album, Fire too. Death as well. Under the Sign of the Black Mark, I consider to be like the first true black metal album. Any other uh, mentions? That with Henry by Sarcophago. But, um, mm-hmm. Oh. That's a good one. Henry is a fucking great album, yeah. That and the first Holocausto yeah. album. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I have Brazil a few. Is a bit of anyway, yeah. I have a few honorable mentions. Maybe a little too many, but uh, I couldn't really pick. Uh, Def well, Leppard Sparkle. Pick two. I'll oh. pick two. Def Leppard Sparkle Lounge. Terrible. I mean, Def Leppard was getting bad anyway. But how much uh, more disappointed can you really be <laughs> after something like Adrenalize? Though I mean, uh, well, they did have some decent songs on the albums after that. But oh, you like Fifty One Fifty? Just right, keep going. Right. <laughs> but, but Sparkle Lounge, they did a fucking country music song. I mean, goddamn, so bad. Uh, Dream Theater, Systematic Chaos did not have one good song on it. Just fucking weird. Uh, and one that was really disappointing. I'll do three. Uh, okay. Faith No More. Faith No More, Soul Invictus. Oh, yeah. Album. I didn't care for that one either. That was a uh, that was a very boring album. Yeah, I was so excited. Because I saw the reunion tour. And then when I saw that they were going to put out an album, I was like, oh, shit, thank God. You know, something new. And then they put that out. And I was just like... And they, they released Motherfucker, the first single. And I was like, this that's is terrible. What, <laughs> that's what happened to me in Nuclear Assault. Really? <laughs> I've got a couple more, actually. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not the world's biggest fan <laughs> of Saxon, but like Crusader, Innocence is no excuse. Basically, the entirety of Sa- Saxon's hair metal era. You're lucky Uncle Saxon's not here because he loves Crusader. Crusader's I like Crusader later. too. It's a good record. It's it it's a flaccid dick compared to Wheels of Steel. Yeah, I mean, I ne- I wouldn't say I love Saxon. I like them. But, I'm not uh, a huge fan of Saxon either, but I love Wheels of yeah, Steel and Denim and Leather. Yeah, all you need, all anybody ever much needs, better live. is the eagle has landed live. Yeah. Right. <laughs> is that it? Um, I think that's it for me. Thank God. Well, that is it. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Later. What?